Hello and welcome to the Tea and Grumpets podcast, the international podcast of brotherly love. I am one of your hosts, Glenn. And I'm the other one, Mike. And we are back after a couple of weeks' absence. Uh, mainly my fault, some, some of it's Mike's fault, but work and life catches up that keeps you busy. Uh, that's all we'll say on the matter, and that's it. So, Mike, how's your week been? It's been uh, insane, to put it mildly. Uh, imagine going from zero to 10,000 miles per hour. I mean, after six months off, we are back at it. Kitties are in school, and it's basically the twilight zone. So, uh, it's everyone's working really, really hard to make this work, but it is truly an alternate universe that we're living in at this point. Um, it's insane. So I am just happy to be here recording with you. And uh, speaking of you, how are you? What have you been doing? Uh, uh, I too have been uh, very busy uh, getting back into the swing of things of doing my old job. Uh, lots of stuff going on in personal life. So uh, it's all kept me very busy and away from actually doing anything creative. But mm. On the other hand, I have actually started writing another comic book and I've actually done the first 10 pages of script now, which is very exciting news. It's nice to be flexing those muscles again. Nice. Um, That's great. So yeah, give it a year and it may be out. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'm excited to, to see it. I love the last one. That was really cool. But um, is that how you've been like keeping sane for the most part? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's just just been processing, and I've been doing a lot of uh, listening to a lot of uh, podcasts and audiobooks. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Do you know what I find at the moment? I'm not having time to read. So audiobooks are great because I don't have time to devote to sitting there for half an hour just reading. Okay. Um, I keep I keep getting like interrupted, or there's something going on, or I have to be somewhere, so I don't actually have any solid sit down time. And I sit back and think to how I used to be able to just sit there for hours and read. Mm. I used to go to like a pub or something with a book on a Sunday and sit and read or yeah. something with a couple of drinks doesn't happen anymore i'm not sure what's different but i just don't have the time to do it anymore. i think work and time is the commodity commodity but um I, i'm in a similar boat i actually uh resubscribed to audible for a month just uh you know and i listened to an audiobook and it was wonderful and i canceled it but um i'm trying to read more as well i read on mm -hmm. but i have it on the kindle on the phone and the problem is when you read on the phone all your notifications come up so it's very difficult to just focus on one thing but um aside from that like i've been listening to a lot more music um i guess maybe that just comes with being back you know as a teacher a music teacher but like um i've been really getting onto a couple of albums this good tiger just came out with one in chick korea just uh this wonderful pianist put out a new one called plays so i've been really listening to a lot of music trying to reconnect with that in order to you know teach it yeah. <laughs> so um, I feel you, Absolutely. but there's no time. There's, <laughs> that's the thing. These are things that feed my soul, like stories yeah. and art are things that empower me. And I'll be quite honest, I'll probably spend too much time playing video games for my own good. Yeah. Uh, I get to this point of playing video games, I do love them, but after a while it's like, I really need to do something creative. This is just me burning life away, sitting there playing this. I'm not, I don't even know if I'm enjoying it anymore. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you know, it's it's come <laughs> to the point where there's this great Radiohead uh, line. It's, I'm not living, I'm just killing time. And like, yeah. and that's kind of what I feel like video games are for me right now. It's just like, all right, it's here, it's fun, but yeah, I could really be doing something uh, 
to feed the soul. I like how you put that. That was that was nice. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you what. You've got Audible. I subscribed. I think as I mentioned a few months ago to Scribe. Yes. Scribd. I, I, do you know what? I, I couldn't be about it now. Um, yeah, no, me neither. They don't ha- they don't have originals, but it's such an incredible resource, for, and the value for it's ridiculous. Nice. Yeah, it's sh- absolutely it's ridiculous. Cheap. It's great. That's awesome, man. It really is. Yeah. No, it's good. And the thing is, it's funny because I read online and people are complaining, going, "Well, if, if you listen to more than eight audiobooks in a month, they'll limit you." And it's like eight's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like I, it took me like a month and a half to get through one. I mean, I put it on yeah. when I drive. You know, I'm not like sitting at home. I mean, I'm never at home now. But uh, yeah, it was a nice service. Um, it did a good job. But like, I'm not paying fifteen bucks a month, and then. You know, you get one free book a month. Like, I, I just don't think the deal is worth it because I don't think it's a deal when I can buy the same book for lots cheaper and read it on the Kindle. But for people that are on the go, you know, it's a valuable resource, I think. Yeah, um, I do like Audible, but I find it too expensive. Yeah, it's too expensive. I mean, how, yeah. we have to limit our subscriptions at this point because there's so many. So. Yeah, we certainly do. And uh, it was such a good business model a few years ago. We were like, oh, okay, subscription's pretty good. And now it's everyone. They even got apps trying to get you on subscriptions. Oh, now. yeah. I mean, I, I use one for the yoga that I do. You know, it's it's a subscription app. Like, give me a break. But mm-hmm. it's everywhere. So, but there's been a lot of change since the last time we recorded. And we thought we'd take it back to our roots. Um, there really has. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there, there really has. Uh, big announcements. This is going to be mainly a gaming podcast episode, I feel. Yeah. Uh, the big announcement is, of course, Mario is coming to the Switch in Mario 3D All-Stars, the remasters of their last three generations of console Mario games. That's the big announcement, um, really? That's what you're plugging is the no, big that, announcement? Yeah, that, that was quite a big announcement that seemed to send the internet into meltdown. And then the week after... Um, Sony and their touted oh it's the 25th anniversary of the PlayStation they're going to announce the price oh no 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 they didn't <laughs> announce the price Xbox dropped their price and what a price it was yeah they uh, paid the price not only that <laughs> two consoles they announced two consoles um, one is I, I kind of see this uh, I don't want to say the poor man's Xbox Series X but it's basically uh, hey if you don't worry about resolution that much and graphics, but you want to play these games, this is the console for you. If you want the real cutting-edge next tech, next gen, this is the console for you. However, both very good prices. <laughs> I guessed. Very good prices. I, I, I thought that Xbox coming in at, what was it, 499 Yeah, five, 500 um, bucks for the console. Yeah, for the console. Uh, and I, I, I like their monthly deal as well. I think that's that's a pretty good deal no, as well no it's trash but i don't know though you think about it right if people who can't afford to buy it outright and there's a lot of people out there it's a pandemic you can't afford to buy it outright but you're getting an interest free and it is interest free i've worked it out xbox series x with game pass for that monthly fee that's oh uh, see you're way more in the know with this I, i've seen you guys chatting so much about it so basically if you can't afford to buy it straight out you can put it on layaway and pay 25 bucks a month for the rest of your life yep. okay for two years this is two years so it's like an iphone uh, okay yeah but i've worked out there actually you actually this is the weird thing right 
is I don't know what it is works out dollars to pounds okay. but you actually save by doing the monthly payments and there is no interest though that's the weird thing so if you add up a game pass subscription for two years and if you add up the actual price of the console on launch you are actually saving doing it monthly I'm personally not going to do that I'm just going to outright buy the console so I own mm -hmm. it but I do think that's a very smart move the fact they could tempt people on the fence and go Oh, I actually have to pay that, and it's the price of a phone contract, but I get this, and games to play on it, all Xbox first-party stuff. Um, smart move, I feel. Just uh, just the question of, um, do, do you think PlayStation's going to offer anything similar? Uh, that is the question. I mean, they have the advantage now of seeing what Microsoft did, you know. Um, mm. They have the time to adjust, and unless there's any leaks on it, I think they can readjust their game plan to make it palatable to the consumer. But, um, yeah. I mean, I, a, a couple of months ago, I said how stupid this all is with my, Microsoft, but they've really turned into, like, this empathetic corporation, which are two words that should never go together. Like, oh, well, you uh, can't afford this. Well, we're, we're going to help you. Oh, you don't want to describe. Here's options. They seem to be the generation of options for them, which I think mm -hmm. you've, you actually changed my mind on this. Like, it is a good thing. Um, because it allows more people to play, you know, um, mm. uh, it, it just goes against every fiber in my body saying that a corporation is doing something good, you know, um, maybe that's just my own insanity, but good for them. I mean, people seem to be really like stoked about getting all this stuff. So, um, I don't know what PlayStation can do. They're going to have to undercut the price or match the price and give us a better value. Um, they're going to have to do the layaway thing. They're going to have to um, adjust. And as of now, PlayStation has said firmly, like, we're not doing that, what Microsoft is doing. We, are, we have a firm idea of our console and its future in our heads, and this is how it's going to be. So I wonder if they will be flexible or they're going to stick to their guns. Because if they do, um, I think this generation will be even more divided than the last, although right now it's not. Everyone seems to be really excited for this. But if you have one platform saying, here is every way possible to play it, and one saying, screw you, this is how we're going to do it. Um, I, I, I like Personally, I, I stick with Sony then, because like, I want that next generation experience. But, you know, that, so Xbox is, Xbox is giving it as well. So it's really interesting to see the two camps what are your thoughts on all this there's a lot it's a lot to take in well i mean the pros and cons of it is you got uh obviously the xbox and the xbox is guaranteed backwards compatibility throughout the entire history of the xbox line for most of the games it's incredible you can just pop a disc in and play it <laughs> you got sony going oh yeah you can play playstation 4 games from june 2020 onwards and you go yeah you know on paper on paper, Xbox, clear winner here for me. Uh, mm. It's just down to those those damn exclusives Sony has. Although, Xbox just has, has very good exclusives, but it's the mindset you're in, isn't it? Yeah. Um, my thought is that PlayStation... Um, <sighs> They're going to have to do something to match what Xbox has done because I imagine PlayStation has seen the deals Xbox has offered and probably gone. Uh, but then I'm not naive enough to know PlayStation probably knew this info months ago. Um, 
you can't tell me they don't have industrial espionage going on in each other's camps where they have stuff leaked back and forth. So they probably knew what Xbox was going to do. If the, if the press are getting leaks uh, that are right a lot of the time, and, you know, journalists on the internet are getting leaks that are right a lot of the time and always proven right, then you can guarantee PlayStation has that info. So they probably knew what they were going to launch at. Mm. Um, they probably knew the options Xbox were actually putting out. Mm. But... I do think, just from the way PlayStation has handled itself, Xbox is very keen to get install base into everyone's living rooms any way they can. They want everyone to have an Xbox in their living room. They want to take into the account that some people don't have 4K TVs, some people aren't that bothered about graphics, but they want to play the new game, so they've got the S for that. Whereas I think PlayStation are probably going to be doing a bit of the Apple trick, and they're going to try and make this as a desired product, where you want this product. Um, and it's expensive, but it's, it's an elitist product that, you know, you're, it's a symbol of your status if you have one. Mm. Um, Which is silly because the only people that are yeah. going to see it are you in your house. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. But I think I do think that they're going to try and market it as, oh yeah, but this, but this is the better console, and it's just not. That's the thing. Hmm. Um, you know, if you look at the, the specs that have been leaked, the the Xbox, you couldn't build a PC for the price of that thing and the tech it's got in it. Hmm. Um, you know, it's got DDR6 in it, which isn't slow RAM. It's got uh, an NVMe drive in it. They're not cheap. Uh, one terabyte NVMe, so they're already 150 gig more than PlayStation. You've got a 4K Blu-ray player in there. You've got a 8-core 3.2... or 3.4 chip processor in there. Um, and you've also got Game Pass coming with it, which I know you're not a fan no. of, but it is an absolutely fantastic deal. If you play a lot of Microsoft AAA games or you like indie stuff because a lot of indie stuff drifts on there as well so you know I'm a bit more of a hardcore gamer than a lot of people I know but for certainly a few people I've spoken to see the arms getting an Xbox and Game Pass and you go well that's probably enough for people if they just had that for the rest of their lives I think it's um, um, I think you're right I, I think that parents a lot of parents, if they were told exactly how this is, because this could be confusing, but all you need is someone um, with a brain to explain it to a parent and say, listen, this console doesn't have a disk drive, and for however much money Game Pass is a month, your child has access to endless amounts of games. You never have to buy a game again, okay? Like, that is extremely palatable to a parent that just wants to get their kids something to play you know, that doesn't have to yep. worry about upkeep, that doesn't have to worry about going to the store to get the newest game. This is an all-digital console. Um, you know, it's up to the kid then to manage hard drive space and all of that, but I think that's really... A, it's Switch versus Switch Lite. That's all it is, mm -hmm. you know? And I think it's a smart move for them um, if they marketed it well and just had a picture of it. I'm stealing this from another podcast, but like if you had a commercial of a kid sitting in front of a TV, you know, playing this thing and being able to access hundreds of games and that's it, why not? I mean, if Apple can get away with the arcade subscription for five bucks a month and kids are playing it, what's different than this? I feel that um, Microsoft is more Apple than Sony, at least right now, because, mm -hmm. because they're, they have the subscription model. They have it down. They're going to have you hooked. You're going to be in that ecosystem. And 
um, it's kind of set it and forget it. You know, okay, for how much is Game Pass, Glenn? Uh, it's £12, so it's 15 Okay, so for $15 a month, your kid could be infinitely happy playing video games. You know, I think I think most people would do that um, if you have a kid that really enjoys it. And judging by the population that I work with, they all still really enjoy games, especially during this time. So uh, I think that's a very smart move. And I think if it's marketed correctly, it will be a huge hit, more so than the $500 console. The $500 console, I think, is for people like us. Um, but again, I, I could be just putting us into a weird group. I'm going to get... I, I, I see no need for the $300 one for me, um, but I'm definitely going to be picking up the $500 one because I want the best experience. You know, like if I'm going to play on this machine for the next eight to 10 years of my life, I want the one that has the bells and whistles. You know, it is a very small price in terms of the EPH, you know, that we get out of it. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, at some point, you're going to upgrade your TV probably to a 4K. Yeah. Um, uh, so you want to have this console that you can plug straight in and not have to worry about, oh, I'm only getting a 2K picture. You want to have those amazing Visuals, graphics. yeah. You know me. I'm yeah. superficial. I'd, I'd like to see phenomenal graphics. I'm going to have to get rid of this TV and get a 4K one. It's like a whole production, every console cycle. I mean, I should have really waited out to upgrade the TV, but like, you're just spending a couple, couple of grand when a new console cycle comes out, like close to a couple of grand. So, yeah. It's exciting, but it's also expensive, you know. But that it is. It's it's an expensive time. Plus, you've got to talk about things like, um, you know, silly things like Xbox has already said. Well, our controllers work on this new console. So if you've got a favourite old controller, we haven't really changed the controllers that much. There's only so much you can do with a controller. Fill your boots. Choose which controller you want. So you can use an Xbox One controller on it or the new up updated Series X controller. Uh, whereas you've got Sony saying you have to use new controllers to play new games. You can use the old ones to play PS4 games, but our new games only work with new controllers. You're like, is your new controller that good? Like, is it really going to be, you know, making that much of a difference that you have to use the new controllers to play it? What do you think? Mm, I don't think you want to know what I'm thinking. Because uh, here's... I think that Microsoft is going liberal, like mm -hmm. extreme liberal, like far left liberal, like socialism, <laughs> like everyone can get the Bernie Sanders. Of yeah, that's what it's turning into. <laughs> everyone could have everything they want, no matter how you want it. <laughs> I wish I had a Bernie voice, but yeah, anyway, like that, that's how I feel Microsoft is going. Um, and Sony is just like, no. <laughs> this is how it is. This is how it's always been. This is how it will be forever. Shut up. So it's interesting. Th that's how my brain is looking at this, and um, I'm down the middle. <laughs> you know, like I, I think it's fine. It's fine what Xbox is doing. Do I think it's necessary? No. But there are people with different incomes. There are people with different situation, and y you have mm -hmm. to account. And it's a very smart business move. So, but um, I expect a, a controller for a new console. Okay. The fact that I can yeah. use any other one, that's nice. But personally, they're all dead to me. Like, I want to play the new thing. You know, it's mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I don't have a good analogy today. But for Sony, fine. You know, I'm going to play the new one. But it, I don't know. I don't have a favorite controller. I don't care about the controller. I want the new experience in its comp entirety. So I'm 
if it's a piece of garbage, I'm still going to use it because it's the new one, and that's my own fault alone. But uh, I, it's turning into a PC where you can customize everything on Xbox. Well, you don't like this? Well, you can have that. You know, it's it's interesting. It's interesting because games are turning the opposite. Games are saying, you know. Um, no, you have to buy our microtransactions. No, this isn't a loaf of bread. No, you, you know, it's the same old thing. So, it, uh, there's just too many options and not enough uh, cares for me. Like, just give me a console and give me good games. But the, yeah, that, that's the it. games now are becoming ridiculous with their prices. Like, I... I <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, you sent me something, and I couldn't believe my eyes. Now, what's going on with all this stuff? This is nuts. It's the first one of the first games that's been listed on Amazon for sale for the PS5. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, to be fair, I have found um, Xbox Series X games announced and priced, and they're priced at what I expected. They're at fifty-five pounds each, okay. um, which is what sixty-five dollars. Yeah, it's $70? been the standard for us. Yeah. Um, wow. But I found Ubisoft's new Phoenix, Immortals Phoenix Rising game, listed on PS5. First PS5 game I found listed, and it was £85. Which is $100 for us. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe it does have a season pass with it, but still, if you take away the value of a season pass, that's a hell of a lot of money for a, for a game that's already been called their Breath of the Wild. So it's not even going to be something that's pushing this new console. No offence to Breath of the Wild. Mm. But um, it's hardly known for its um, pushing of hardware, <laughs> uh, <laughs> technically. Yeah. Um, but and, and they're, they're pricing it as that. And you're like, what? Like, no one's going to buy that, surely. Um, Unless... And the other thing yeah, is... Yeah, go ahead. You're gone. Uh, I, no, it's how, how do you list the price of a game without knowing the price of the console? And that's why I'm sceptical, because uh, it could be just a placeholder. And I would be more sympathetic if they took the Assassin's Creed model where they had a tiered system, like the deluxe edition is $120, then yep. the, the digital deluxe is $80. But you could always buy the base game. So if their game is to market as 100 right off the bat, no one's going to buy it. I, I agree with you. Like I'm not buying a $100 game unless it comes with a statue, uh, an umbrella, a made-to-cook-my-dinner. Like, no. It's not happening. So I I really think it's a placeholder, I would hope. But if we start seeing that, then they've lost. If all games on PS5 are $100 and Xbox is 65 it's really a no-brainer here. I mean, it doesn't warrant that. They can call it the next Skyrim for all I care. But what they've shown is not Skyrim. So it, it, it's all hearsay in my book until it's out until it's definite just like these prices glenn you were saying oh well this is the leak price and i said i don't care i want a, a definitive source and then we got one which leads us to blackmailing in the gaming industry which i think is horrendous um the, the only reason why we have these prices is because they leaked okay which leads my brain to say well how long were you gonna wait how long i gotta wait for you to announce it without someone else blackmailing you to put it out I mean, we're, we're, consoles are coming out in what, two months? You know, uh, when, when, yeah, well. when were you going to do that? Like the day of? So I don't agree with blackmailing, but I also don't agree with stringing along consumers 
until the last moment and throwing, oh, well, now you have to spend 500 bucks. How about giving us a little heads up and saying, here's the price, start saving now. If you're so empathetic, Microsoft, you know, why does it take blackmail to, to let consumers know that we need to start allotting some stuff if we want to buy your console? It's not like a gun to our head, but like a little consideration, considering you're considering everyone else's needs. How about money? Rant over. Yeah. Um, to, be, to be fair, I thought the actual price was cheaper than I thought it was going to be uh, by quite a margin. Um, I thought it was going to be about £100 more. Okay. Uh, I thought it was going to come at like the $600 mark, so I was genuinely taken aback when they announced that's the price. I was like, wow, that's cheap. And then, um, but like you say, they, they did get blackmailed into it, or they leaked the price themselves. Yeah, one or the other. Just to, just to, just to size up the market. Um, but the, the thing that's really bugging me now is the silence from Sony. It's deafening. Uh, it's absolutely deafening. And yeah, uh, that's not good. <sighs> That's really not good. Um, it, granted, they draw, they uh, they put out their price Xbox a couple days ago, you know. So I, I'm willing to wait, you know, a week or two. Um, but at this point, they have the jump, man. <laughs> they've they've shown two consoles. They've showed their price. They've showed everything, and now Sony's just scrambling. I feel I don't know what's happening there, or maybe they're coming up with something brilliant that will make this look like child's play. That's what keeps this interesting. And frustrating at the same time. So, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, Sony are no fools. No. Uh, if you think about the last launch, it was at Xbox who absolutely botched the last launch of the Xbox One. That was disastrous. Tell, um, <laughs> it's funny you say that. My yeah. Xbox, it, uh, that one has been acting funky, and like I had to reset it, and the Kinect turned on, and it had me use it, and like, not gonna lie, now I don't have to sign into Xbox. I just walk in front of it, and it's like. Hey, Mike. I'm like, this is so weird. This is what you gave us 10 years ago, <laughs> but it still works. So, yeah, but forcing that upon a consumer is, like, terrible. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, so you've got you've got that, that last time. Um, and here's the thing, though, right? You've got all these rumors that the PlayStation 5 is going to be more expensive. But if Microsoft can sell a console for that price, so can Sony. Of course they can. The question is, will they? Mm. You know, like, do they want to make it... Uh, do they want the illusion that their console is superior? Of course they do. So maybe they would price it higher. Um, but they have nothing to back that up with. You know, th there's, mm -hmm. there's nothing. Um, aside from first party, and in terms of what you've told me, the only first party thing that's launching is that Spider-Man game, no? Yep, that's not even a proper PS5 game. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, they have nothing to back it up. Yep. Now, uh, if I may take a moment to rant, Halo has been pushed back, okay? We yep. spoke about this a while ago. In my view, that is a major misstep. Um, they had a very long time to make it happen, and that is a launch title. I mean, it should, should have been. And announcing it as one and then pushing it back for whatever reason, I think... For me personally, makes me not want to buy it on launch, because that is the biggest game that they have, and pulling the bait and switch is not good, not a good look for them. So I was truly upset with that because you know everyone wants to play Halo, you know, like it, that mm -hmm. defined the child, my childhood. So um, I'm kind of pissed on, on that note, but 
and I was speaking with a friend of the show, Kelly, and, and she's just like, well, you know, um, COVID and everything pushes it. And I, I get that. And she's right, you know, but it still doesn't take away from the disappointment and dissatisfaction of when you promise something and then get something else. Um, story time. Dumb story time. Ready? Yep. Okay. So we were in Disneyland. It was like my 12th birthday. And all I wanted in life was a Green Day uh, CD. Like, they were my favorite band. They probably still are. Christmas comes. I'm opening presents, and obviously there's a CD. And I open it up expecting Green Day, and I got Rage Against the Machine instead. I threw a freaking fit. I was a spoiled kid. I'm still a spoiled kid. But, like, you know, when, when the only thing on your Christmas list is Green Day and you get Rage, which is amazing. Like, little did stupid 12-year-old Mike know how good that was. You're pissed. And that's like saying, hey, you're going to get Halo, but now you're going to get nothing. Like, it would have been better if I just got nothing. <laughs> but anyway, that's my spoiled kid moment. <laughs> but that's how I feel with Halo. So uh, disappointed, uh -huh. disappointed, disappointed. But I, so what's Glenn, I'm going to pin you now. Because all last generation, oh, Microsoft, Xbox is garbage. Oh, I'm never going to get one, and I, I hate it. What's changed for you that you've now switched allegiances? Uh, Game Pass. That's it. That was that, yeah. The, the minute they announced Game Pass, I thought I got Game Pass on PC to start with, and I was like, this is incredibly good value. And I was like, oh, if I pay two pounds more, I can get it on console. And I went, I'm gonna get an Xbox console because I can play the console stuff. And that was literally it. Okay. Um, and that Game Pass and the backwards compatibility because I do still got a few 360 titles I like to play. Yeah. Uh, and the fact I can have it all in one on one console and they do upscale the graphics. Um, yeah, well, I wouldn't call it an Allegiance Switch. It's more of a preference. I don't feel ripped off. Okay. I don't feel ripped off with Xbox. Oh, and the controllers. The you know PlayStation controllers are garbage. Okay. <laughs> They are. They're horrible to use. They're too small. And I, I've gone through so many of these things where they just cannot handle the stress. Of, I don't know whether I grip them too tight, but they do spring to bits after a while. Yeah, my hand cramps up tremendously with that and the Switch one as well. Um, Xbox, mm. not so much. There's just a roundness to them that fits uh, properly in the palm of my hand, and it feels good for hours on yep. end. So. You know, and ridiculous things like uh, Xbox. I can go, I can go on my PC, and I can install a game on my Xbox, or I can go on my Xbox and install it on my PC. I'll go into the app on my phone and install it where I want. Um, yeah, it's it's it saved me a lot of money having Game Pass. They they put a few games on there I did want to play, and they put them on there straight away. Like recently, I've had um, oh god, hang on, brain freeze there uh, Streets of Rage 4 was free on there that was launch day and date, that was on there yeah. um, you know, that that's a good one that was on there um, Crusader Kings 3 that was on there, day and date launch okay. um, I was going to buy that that's, that's a game I've sunk hours into the last one hours and hours and hours, strategy game I was going to buy it, and no, it's on there free um, you've got things like Grounded's on there, it's uh it really is. It's like having PlayStation, and when the new God of War launches, you're, it's free on their service. Or when The Last of Us Part 3 mm -hmm. will launch, it's free on their service. But they'll never do that. I don't actually know how Xbox make money from this. Oh, I do. Uh, that's I the mean, thing. that's an easy thing. It's, it's, it's a money drip. You know, it's, it, they're getting millions of people to just send them $15 a month. 
millions of mm -hmm. people have this Game Pass. Now, let me yep. ask you about it because, uh, you know, I hate it and uh, I'm ignorant to it. Is it like PlayStation where you get like one game free a month and then it's gone forever? Or can I sign up theoretically, which I won't yet, and get um, those games you mentioned all the time? Yeah, they're there. Okay. They're like Netflix. Okay. It's just there to play. You can download them. You don't have to stream them. Okay. Uh, you have to check in every 30 days on your console, but there's no... Uh, they don't lock you out. That's where I, um, I miss it, because I, I've i turned on my Xbox for the first time in a year for Tony Hawk. So, mm -hmm. 30 days. Okay, I'm just, like, cherry-picking for things that I don't like about yeah, no, it. No, it's, um, yeah, it's that. Um, you still get games with gold as well, so you get the, the old style of stuff where they're giving you games as well to keep. Uh, but essentially, it is Netflix. Okay, that's that's what it is. So, it's Microsoft's Netflix. All right, another subscription service. And, and again, I'm and, yeah, and, and 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 here's the here's the ridiculous deal is they've just added EA Play to Game Pass. Yeah, I don't care uh, about EA because they're garbage and they have ads in their games now. They are though, but they they do they do charge for their own little subscription service that Xbox is now covering the cost of. Uh, they've gone, oh, yeah, we won't have that for our, you know, that's that's in part of your Game Pass, which I don't really play a lot of EA titles because they're, you know, <laughs> they're the scum of the earth. Uh, the developers underneath them, uh, they do make great games, yes, but do. EA's business practices are awful. Can we just, talk just, about just that? Terrible. Can we just talk about yeah, that let, real quick? Let's, uh, let's, yeah, let's go. So, one of our favorite franchises is uh, UFC, because we get to beat the yep. crap out of each other, and... Um, I saw a post that they have now added in commercials into the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Where does it Where end? does it Where end? This <laughs> right. You know, I, I get it because I I watch UFC. There's a lot of like branding and commercials, but mm -hmm. when I pick up a game. I want to punch you in the face. I don't want to know that that punch to the face is brought to you by Nike. Okay? I just want to punch you in the face. So, mm -hmm. it's it's jarring. It's... I understand why they're doing it. I just don't want it there. You know? And I don't think anyone wants it there because the whole internet exploded when once this started to pop up. I mean, the UFC game alone has had such a rough launch. And then to add this shoved down your throat is also just a slap in the face of the consumer. So, what are your thoughts on commercials in games? Uh, I think they have no place being there and if I'm paying full price for a game, uh, I, there's no way on hell I'm putting up with adverts in my games. I hate microtransactions. If you're putting real world adverts in there, I'm not playing your game. Yeah, it's like Netflix starting to show commercials. You know, like if they did that, yep, gone. Yeah, don't. Yeah, we don't have to get into it, but I think it's a terrible idea. But am I surprised? No, it's EA. We're lucky they didn't like mm. put in full, full commercials, like five minutes worth of commercials before you pick a fighter. You know, so it's it's par for the course. It's getting worse. EA doesn't know what they're doing with games. Leave it to the people below you that make incredible games, and then don't touch it. We know you want money. You will get money. We're giving you money. But really? You got to jam this down our throats too? So I, I thought it was ridiculous and funny and stupid. So it went from a game that we were both exciting, excited for to a game that I'm never going to touch. Never going to touch. 
So there goes another beloved franchise. And how simple. All it is is us two. It's like Mortal Kombat. We're, we're going and beating each other up. That's the game. Yep. There was nothing in Mortal Kombat. Well, there, there was, but like nothing to this extent. So disappointing yet yeah. again. I'm very, I'm very disappointed with them. Uh, they've, they've kind of made it very difficult to even like them as a company. Uh, that and the fact they haven't released a new Fight Night for ten years. Um, oh yeah. Which I'm still, still very angry about. I'm playing a ten-year-old game, and they're just like, yeah, but if you want boxing, go and play UFC. It's like that's so insulting. <laughs> yeah. It's like go and play a different sport if you like this sport. Um, and I hope EA burns, and it upsets me they have the Star Wars license as well. Because I'm not even going to play a new Star Wars game. Uh, I begrudgingly bought Fallen Order. Mm. Um, because it was, oh yeah, there's no microtransactions and no DLC. It's just a solid game. It's like, okay. But uh, I'm not playing that new that new Starfighter one. Are no. You? St- Star Wars Squadrons? No. No, no. It, looked, it, it looked fine. It looked beautiful, to be quite honest. Like, the, the, the visuals were outstanding. And for a Star Wars game, like... I would want to play it, but uh, no. Like, I'm past the point. I know if I'm going to put time into a game, that's not a game I would sit there and, you know, really get into. But I know, like, friends of the show would really enjoy that, so check it out. But not from EA, man. It's uh, I've had it with them. I've, I've had it with them for the past two years since they played games. So, um, with their games. So, I stopped buying their games. But it's... Yeah, uh, yeah. we used to regularly buy UFC. We've bought it since the first yeah. one. Yeah. Um, we both said, or opted out on the fourth one. It's like, no. And the fact they actually backwards patched these adverts so they went into UFC 3 as well. Yeah. Um, it's just... <laughs> okay, it's like surgery, right? They're yeah. like, we are going to remove your appendix. Cool? Mm-hmm. They're like, they're, that's like the game that they're giving you. Like, they, this is what you expect. Mm-hmm. Then you you get the surgery and you get the game. They sew you back up. And then they say, okay, while you were out, we threw in a wrench, a rabbit squirrel, and a knife. And we sewed you back up. Have a good day. And that's what EA is doing with their game. They are retroactively putting stuff in there that you do not want. After you've bought the game, that should be illegal. Just like placing a rabid squirrel inside of a human body and sewing it up. I'm pretty sure you can't do that, at least here. It should be illegal what they're doing. Because what you buy should be what you get. Not... Um, what is it? What, retconning it after and saying, oh, well, we meant to add in ads or this or that. No. Stop it. Bad. <laughs> yeah, no, no one wants adverts. Who, who on earth in their right mind thinks someone goes, oh, hey, I, I can't wait to get the latest adverts in these games. Well, that's the next uh, EA game. Just called adverts. And that's all it is. It wouldn't. It really wouldn't surprise no. me. Um, they are. Just yeah, we 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 we've bashed them enough. They're terrible. We know that, and it's it's not worth the time discussing. Honestly, there's so many other wonderful things to talk about, and I think I'm going to talk about the only thing I've been able to play in the past week or so, and that's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Mm. And so that's here. Is it is it a flashback or is it a flash? It's a flash forward. I, I mean, by it's that. a flash forward by a lot of means. 
Um, I think, and it could just be me presently, uh, okay. it's better than the first. And that pains me to say. Okay. They have reimagined the game. The graphics are beautiful. They've reimagined all of the levels. So they are different, but they still have the same aesthetic and like feeling of the first, which is like incredibly difficult to do, which makes it a new game, a completely new game. It's still fun. Mm -hmm. It has all the stuff, but they've added in a lot more things for you to do like do you want to they have goals on top of goals um they have you create your skater you can do this and that and this and that with it in terms of just uh customizing to your heart's desire but the game itself i've beaten four levels or five levels now it feels like the first but an improvement which is such a breath of fresh air when it comes to remasters um they've improved upon it the only gripe I'd have right now is the music. There are there are some classics. There, you know, you got your Superman. You got um, a lot of other great songs that you remember as a kid. But what they have added in a lot of, which is not my taste, is a lot of rap. Um, and I'm I'm fine with rap, but it's like the worst rap songs I've ever heard. Um, and the sad part is, the more I play, is it rap with a silent C? Is that what yeah, uh, yeah? It's it's like the mumble rap. It's like you know the stuff you hear on the radio, and yeah, some of it's catchy, some of it's not. And the sad thing is, the more I play it, the more that becomes normal. I'm like, oh, it's this this song. I know this song now, and it's like this is becoming the new classic a soundtrack which really bothers my old classic soundtrack but i'm trying to be open-minded and uh you know s thankfully you can skip through the songs but some of them are just horrendous so the biggest downside i would say is the music it's still bearable but if you've played a tony hawk game in your life i would highly suggest getting this one because it is an improvement it is fun i played for like four or five hours the first day and it's it makes you feel like a kid again and that's the feeling of wonder and surprise that i look for in like many aspects of my life just to be wowed and at first i was skeptical and then by the second board i'm like this is incredible so as of now i said it to y'all and you laughed at me and that's fine but in this present moment this is my game of the year <laughs> i know keep laughing it's okay but right now this game has brought more feelings of nostalgia, fun, and just wildness into my life than any other game this year. So, that... I think that's good, actually. Do you know what? I'm going to let you off because I think Game of the Year is a personal Game of the Year. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. Listen, I know what you're thinking, and I'm going to say it, so I go on record. It's better than Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, but that, that's, that's a personal <laughs> Yes, thing. it is. Uh, and I know I'm insane. And I also haven't finished that game. But I, to me, it brings back childhood. And I love it. And I'm biased. I realized how biased I am saying this stupid statement. But to me, it's like the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> so, But you're playing something that's really uh, you were excited for. And we spoke about... Talk to me about the game that you are still playing. Oh, Avengers. Yeah. Marvel's Avengers. Uh, yeah, had a long, rough road. I think it's one of those games that's been universally hated since it was announced. Uh, even I was a bit, ugh, when I saw it. But as it got closer to the time, I was like, oh, do you know what? I'll play the beta. I'll give the beta a go. 
played the beta and I spent a weekend playing the beta and was like, this is actually fun. Uh, it's a loot shooter with a good storyline. Um, and I think if you're a comic book fan, you'll get a kick out of it. Uh, because it is essentially a living comic book. It's got a pretty good storyline to it. The storyline's quite involved. Um, I can't really fault it visually. It's got a few little kinks here and there. Um, but it's not the worst looking game in the world. Uh, I'm halfway through the story at the moment and it does feel a bit like one of the Avengers movies. Um, there's not too much grinding in it at the moment. I quite like the way that you... S I mean, it's basically Destiny with Marvel characters and the story's better. Um, I can't really fault the actual game once you get into it. Uh, there's a couple of annoying, you have to do these missions... Mm. Um, in it, which does become a bit of a bit of a grind sometimes, um, but it's all down to the length. And I feel a bit, I feel a bit funny about this game, because I was essentially, and I didn't have to engage in this, but I was essentially made to buy this on PlayStation, because Sony, I don't know what they did, whether they paid them a lot of money, but they got a lot of exclusive content for mm -hmm. it including characters you're not going to get anywhere else and these characters come with complete story missions and arcs so you have a whole character bits of story missing and i don't endorse that and i would have rather not bought the game but i wanted to play it and i had to buy it on playstation um because i probably would have got this on either xbox or pc if mm. it was all the same across the board uh, but no they had to do it on playstation um, so that that's the that's the only downside to it is I feel like I'm being forced to play something I don't really want to play it on. Um, yeah, you don't sound convinced yeah. to me. Like it, you were gung ho with the beta, and uh, it, not that it's a bad thing, but it just seems like they haven't quite won you over yet. And like full blast, it's, it's great. It's you know I could uh, commit to this universe like Destiny, like some people do. Um. Yeah, I think it's because um, I don't really like Marvel that much. I'm more of a DC guy. Okay. Um, I, I, do, I don't mind Marvel, but um, if this game wasn't comic book based and wasn't characters I'd grown up with, I wouldn't touch it. Okay. It's like Destiny. I'd probably play it for a few hours and go, yeah, that was fun. I'm going to play something yeah, else. Okay. But yeah, you are having fun with it. I mean, do you now... I haven't spoken to you since, but do you think you had more fun in the beta because it was new compared to the the release of this game? Because you guys played for something like seven to ten hours that day I was playing, um, and it sounds like you guys were having a, a blast with it. It has that transition to the full game. Oh, no, we haven't played together at all. Wow. <laughs> is that because you can't, or is that no, no, just time? No, you can. Okay. It's just... Um, okay. It's just time at the moment, Fair but um, I mean, part of me does wish, I was like, oh, I wish Mike would get into this, because it's like three people, it's the perfect game to play as a trio, but I also understand you don't want to invest in another thing that's probably you're not going to be playing in a couple of well, months. Well, out of all the games on planet Earth, Glenn, this is a game, if someone had a gun to my head and say, you're going to play this game, or I'm going to shoot you, where I probably choose to be shot, because... I'm not. I'm not going to rehash. You can listen to the last episode. I thought yep. this was a travesty in every sense of the word. 
but I also don't relate to it, so you know, my opinion is whatever. Yeah, that's that's. It's not. It um, doesn't. It's not my cup of tea. So I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I you know, there are several games that you have been like, Mike, you really gotta buy this. We really gotta play, and I and I do that to you constantly, and we're always on the same page. But generally, those yep. types of games are something we can both relate to. You know, like something we both have a, a shared interest in. This is just apples and oranges. It, it, you're you're somewhat into it. I mean, you're into comics, obviously, but I could not care less um, about this. So there are other games, though. Like we still have to play Surgeon Simulator together, which is yep, got that. It, it is such a fun game, such a fun game. But uh, I mean, the one the one that always disappointed me, we never actually finished together, was uh, Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah, <laughs> and it's funny because I play that with my uh, other gaming friends, and it's such a strange game as an older human mm. being than i was as a kid haha uh, -ha. uh it's so out there they they must have been on so many different types of substances while they created that because it is absolutely it is still classic and i still love the music but uh i don't regret not finishing that because i've played it enough hours in my life to know what it's about how weird it can mm -hmm. be but that and that stupid prison game we played Oh, oh wow. yeah, yeah, we took itself far too seriously. Yeah, I wish there was a way out of that <laughs> game. It was, <laughs> it was rough. Yeah, they they were a very very serious game about a prison yeah, break. No, that's. Um, I'm looking for fun. You know, like I don't want to feel like I'm in a prison and we're trying to escape. That's like everyday life. So, but yeah, I don't know. At least we have news. I'm just happy that you know Xbox did something this week and uh, we have something to look forward to. You sound very very psyched for this. Are you going to pick it up day one? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I know before I, I questioned why Xbox are releasing this when they're releasing everything on PC. Uh, but I will be honest, it's the uh, backwards compatibility I'm getting it for. The yeah. fact I do have this machine I can play anything on just there. Um, I like that that's, idea. That's the thing that... Yeah, that's what excites me about it. That's why I really want to get it. It's so, okay, I can just play any Xbox title I want on this thing. It is appealing. Um, I mean... I have currently somewhere between 123 and 143 Xbox 360 games that I have on my shelf. And, you know, it's always been nice because I'd love to collect them. It'll be really nice to go back and revisit those if time permits. I mean, just play any game. That That's a game changer. That's They really put some thought into that, which I like. Um, yep. And it goes all the way back to the original Xbox, you're saying? Or just, yep. that's crazy. Full backwards compatibility. See, they thought about that. They really did, and because last generation, they didn't, you know, and at least they took notes on themselves, and good on them, because like you said, their last launch was an utter disgrace and disaster, uh -huh. and I think they're coming out swinging, and they're providing enough options, so what the hell is Sony going to do? You know, we're back to our original point. What can they do? What For you, Glenn, how would PS5 dethrone Xbox for you and you swap getting xbox day one to getting a playstation day one what would they have to do uh, that's what i thought yeah that there isn't anything even and this is the thing i was discussing this with um friend of the show kelly and he said i wouldn't be that bothered if playstation 5 was out of stock this side of christmas um wow. I'd be like, oh, well, I'll get one at some point because there's nothing on it coming out I want to play at the moment. Everything that was was coming out has either been delayed or isn't a launch title. Um, you know, 
Name name me one game that I couldn't play on an Xbox or PC that's coming out on it. True, but let's let's be positive here. Hypothetically, what what could they do to change your mind? Like, what would they have to do? Um, they could give me. Uh, they could launch with a uh, hundred dollars cheaper. With that, a year's free PS Now and a year's free PS Plus. Then I'd probably consider it. Okay. I, I like that. Um, do you think the PS5 will be cheaper or more expensive? Over or under? More expensive. More expensive. I think $100. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm leaning towards your guess as well. It would be a huge mm. shock if they went $100 cheaper. That would be that would be an upset. So it's like a sports game. You know, it's like we're betting on two teams. and. It, mm-hmm. We won't know until they do it, but uh, do you think this next week we're going to get a PS5 price? I I do think we're going to get something. They they have to. You can't be, you know, Xbox is launching November 10th, so we're going to presume maybe PlayStation will be the week later. Uh, but there, there's going to be a launch very, very soon of a games console, and I would be very twitchy that people will now have a, a general price for the Xbox mm. and there isn't a general price for the rival console and you haven't even told people how much your rival console is yet mm. and what to expect and what's actually coming with it Xbox, and they've got a great blueprint now they've seen how Xbox has you know, led the charge, they can probably go right, well people on the fence are leaning towards this because they've got a price uh, we need to tell our diehard fans uh, how much this thing is so they then can then start saving and we need to get ground on the people who are still on the fence mm-hmm. uh, because I'll be honest I'm not uh, I don't really have I mean I have one loyalty to one thing and that's probably Nintendo and even then sometimes I'll go with their stuff yeah I'm gonna pass on that you know um, they really need to just focus on what audience they're going after who their target market is and what they can do to woo some of the other other people back from the team green at the yeah. moment. I think that's a good answer. Um, it's because let, let's be honest, right? Gun to the head, Mike. You're an Xbox man, aren't you? Yeah, I, I always have been. Um, mm-hmm. I always have been, and I, but the last cycle left a sour taste in my mouth. So that's why I'm so skeptical, and I really don't like this idea that. Um, you know, our newest console is not really new. Like, there's really no need for you to get it unless, you know, like, there's no distinction between everything besides a disk uh-huh. drive. So I guess I, I'm kind of skeptical on that end. But um, I, you know me, I'm going to get it day one. You know, like, it, it is something I'm looking forward to. It's something that I'm hoping that will bring joy for the next couple of years or escape is probably a better word. But, uh, you know, PlayStation, I just don't know enough. That's the bottom line. Yeah. I don't know enough to make an informed decision about them yet, and that's their fault. So right now, of course, my allegiance is towards Xbox because they've given us, they've been blackmailed ad, out of in order to give us information that we need in order to make a decision. P- PlayStation hasn't done that. Yeah. Right now we're in the dark uh, searching for, you know, gold, and they're giving no hints. So... That's it. And also, on the, on the other hand, is PlayStation, um, they don't really have a presence on PC, uh, whereas Xbox does have a very strong presence on PC as well. So yeah. um, if you've got both, you're kind of probably going to be leaning towards that anyway. 
Yeah, it's like Xbox is going availability and Sony is going secularism. Just like this this is what it is, this is how it is, nothing's changing, this is what it is. And you know what diehard fans are going to be like, that's right. That's what we expect, you know? Yep. Xbox is trying something new. They're changing with the times. They're understanding that people have different situations. Like, they understand that everyone wants to be a gamer. Everyone enjoys games. You know, whether you play video games or not, someone says, hey, let's play a game of Cards Against Humanity. Let's go for a potato sack race if you're a kid. Like, games are inherent in our culture, and people want to play them, and Xbox is giving more ways in order to feed that need that people have. So, so. Mm -hmm. And talking about feed the yeah. need, uh, as from next week, uh, xCloud now rolls out as an official part of Xbox. Okay, so what the hell is an xCloud? xCloud was something I was trialling with Microsoft uh, by invite for the last year on Android. And basically, you got Game Pass, you can stream any game to your phone, hook up a controller via Bluetooth and play it on the go. Okay. Um, from their servers, it's basically Google Stadia, but free. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the things to remember is it's free uh, and they're rolling that out to all Xbox users um, next week which is going to be another thing like, I, I can literally play you on any game on Xbox on my phone, on my couch um, just as it, you wouldn't even tell I'm not on my Xbox yeah, I mean that, that uh, appeals to a lot of commuters I would assume yeah doesn't appeal to me because I, I prefer sitting on a couch yeah playing a console but again uh, more but nice. options yeah. more options that they're giving you so xbox is really trying to accommodate everyone in every situation which i think you probably should in most aspects of uh -huh. life so right now they're winning right now they're winning um and by next week i'm sure we're gonna have hopefully something and we can compare the two um objectively as opposed to being skewed to xbox because that's all the information we have so you do hope uh just hope they're gonna do something at least i'm something to actually i'm i'm on. rooting for them like I, I want them to do something you know xbox has so playstation this is your moment this is your moment to come out swinging and wow us like we've waited a long time for this console you know um so I really hope that they do something special to make us say, hey, both of these offer different experiences and I want both of them in my life, as opposed to PlayStation just saying, this is what it is, I'm a grumpy old man, this is how it's gonna be. And it's just like, oh, okay, all right, well, we're gonna put you down and out to pasture, enjoy the next 10 years of your life and then you can try again, buddy. But I'm really rooting for them and hope that um, it's an equal, fair fight in terms of the consoles and that Everyone benefits from getting something special, and it's not so lopsided. So we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, um, that's it. We will have to wait and see. Um, and hopefully when we record next week, we'll be discussing the price of the PlayStation 5, uh, what we're definitely going for, who knows what, what goes where, and whether we actually are going to get both of them this side of Christmas, or whether one's going to be put on the back burner. We just don't know. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But, mm -hmm. but for this week, I have been and I've been Mike, and we will talk to you very soon. Take care, all, and stay safe. <laughs>